Hey y'all, welcome to the 19th episode of Avocado and Honey. It's your girl, Samanji. And as always, I do appreciate every single one of you guys or ladies for tuning in every other Tuesday. Y'all, we are 19 episodes and I can't believe I'm still doing this, but I'm doing this. That's how you know the, the shit is real. <laughs> but uh, today I have a dope ass guest uh, that's in the car. <laughs> super dope, super dope. Today, um, his name is Dante, and he's dope as fuck. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm great. I'm I great. See that. I can I can tell. You know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. And first, let me just say thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for for recording. Oh. Yeah, we are in hot. Well, it's not that hot, but we are in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. I came out here to visit, and I was like, let me uh, get Dante on the podcast while I'm here. And I'm number nineteen. Lucky number nineteen. Yeah, so, that doesn't even like go though. No, but I feel like I think your listeners will find that this is the best episode. And you remember, I was supposed to do it when I came to New York. A few yes, ago. I do remember that. You were busy, didn't show up. You know, no need to talk about <laughs> it. Like, we can. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah it was me it was me <laughs> but uh today we are gonna talk about basically lgbtq um issues and just like shits that uh they are going through basically here in good old usa um so i actually just learned about this thing it's not as like severe as most of the things that are happening but it has to do with like you know entertainment it's youtube okay. i just found out that um basically they have like a new filter on there right um, and it's supposed to basically be like a parental control. So it's supposed to filter out like, you know, stuff that's not friendly for cho- like right. children friendly. Right. Um, and one of those things um, happened to be anything related to LGBTQ issues like or anything re- like right. that has to do with yeah. that. And then YouTube came out saying that um, that wasn't the case. Um, it's supposed to basically it was supposed to target topics like politics, health and sexuality. But a lot of YouTube users who most of a majority are a part of the, the trans, you know, right, the community. That's why I was like, wait, what, how? Well, well, and they tested it out and it's it's the same thing. Yeah. Like I read an article where several very popular outside of like Tyler Oakley, um, LGBTQ members of the YouTube community said like majority of their videos were under the restricted tab. Yeah. So they just disappeared. So you lose that viewership, you lose whatever financial gain you may get from YouTube, Mm -hmm. and YouTube is yet to give a real response. And that's the issue. Like, when did it become um, an issue to be gay or trans or lesbian? I mean, I guess it's been before time, but blocking them or restricting them from that community does what? They're going to encounter these people in schools, at work, in life how do you educate your child on these types of individuals if you hide your child from reality right and it's the internet like why are you vlogging anything on the internet like i get the the, the parental controls i feel like it should be up to the parent like if the parent choose to have they like to have their child grow up ignorant then that's on them but but here's the thing though you block the the videos are being blocked aren't even like sexually explicit yeah i feel like it's youtube shouldn't automatically do that just for everyone yeah so there was a lesbian couple that had a proposal video up was posted in 2008 it is now on the restricted tab there was only one curse word they said shit once and it's on the restricted tab meanwhile 
we have videos up showing fatalities and 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 you know fantasy murders and fantasy rapes and how to do this and how to do that and those things aren't restricted so it's okay for you to expose your child to murder Mm -hmm. rape whatever type of violence but being you know having them see let's talk about disney i don't know if you saw the new beauty and the beast i did i saw it too i loved it and so you know while there was a smidget um of gayness in that character lafo um it's up to literally a smidget and you know what i went in because i've read um a whole bunch of articles about right. how they were saying there was a gay character. Right. So I went in like, oh, that's cool. It's going to be a gay character on here. Right. And I'm over here, me and my friend are trying to figure out, like, Which who the fuck's the gay character when and when they coming right. out? Like, No. And it was very, it was, it, a child wouldn't even be able to pick up on Yeah. That. And then you have the Power Rangers where they, you know, of course, Power Rangers, the franchise has always been diverse and they've practiced that. But they made it so that the black character, who is the Blue Ranger, has autism which I think was amazing. And then the Mexican girl who was the Yellow Ranger Mm -hmm. was, I'm doing air quotations, people, bisexual. She never really says that, but one character asks, you know, they they say like, well, do you have boyfriend problems? And she kind of just sits there and then they say girlfriend problems and she kind of gives them a look and that's it. Mm-hmm. And the meat, you know, the the meat, the media and blogs went wild. Like, oh, Power Rangers is gay. How dare they? Beauty and the Beast is gay. No, and I just think it's interesting what people choose to to expose their children to, and that's their right. You can expose yeah. your child to whatever it is you want, but it's as backwards to me to keep them from something that's enough. We all have people in that community, in the LGBT community, in our family, in mm-hmm. our exactly in the workplace. Um, which, which again, for me, especially, I can speak from, like, being black, for instance, and growing up where I grew up in, in, in Compton, California. Being, right. Being, <laughs> <laughs> being gayer, being lesbian was, is, was tolerated much more than being gay, um, you know, for men versus women, rather. And I think, I think that it's, it's really tough not seeing yourself on the screen. And I, th- I ask any minority, mm-hmm. if you're a minority in any, re- any respect, how is your argument to be accepted any more powerful than gay people's asking to be accepted? How is that different? How are you as a Mexican person to look at Trump and say, hey, you know, you shouldn't build a wall because I'm a person, because I have a soul, because I have a family, and I need to be in America to provide for them. And I can rock with that. Mm-hmm. But then you turn around and be like, fuck you faggots. Y'all going to hell. Right. And I know a lot of people have faith and I don't want to respect anybody's religion or what they believe in. But when we when we we, we you know, when we talk about religion, we can get real things get in you know, get <laughs> colorful. Because half of y'all got children out of wedlock, half y'all cheating on y'all. Spouses. Yo, they choose what sins exactly. is okay. You can't pick and choose what sin works for your life and what doesn't and, and, and I think people are afraid of what they don't understand. But is it is so with that Keep that in mind. Is it okay for a white person who grew up in Alabama, some small hick town, to hate black? Because that's all they know. That's a question I have to ask. I think it's not okay for them to live in hatred. But why is it okay for a Mexican or black person or Asian person who's homophobic 
to live their life like well you know it's what i was taught and it's wrong and you shouldn't be but like i feel like once you become an adult so i, I for me like the age of an adult is 21 okay. once you become 21 like literally any excuse like of the past is i feel like right. you just can't use it anymore because now you are an adult you have the ability to change whatever you think is wrong with you and, like and if you basically continue on your life after the age of 21 knowing that what you how you've been living how what your family taught you is like racist or right. sexist or homophobic or whatever and you continue on that way then right. you're you're choosing if to be that way don't fit you must acquit <laughs> and in this case you know bigotry don't fit you gotta acquit you, you gotta stop it you know um no i'm and, and that's what i think youtube youtube got the game fucked up pretty much i mean and i thought that was that pretty hashtag fucked up youtube i didn't even believe it at first i was Me just neither. like and mm. i had to go check and i think youtube it's like them blocking they, I mean, cancer awareness or whatever. These people are on the restricted tab because they are talking about relationships or giving advice to young trans kids. Or, or it could be even something even positive kids. too. Talk, right? It's a it's, these are positive videos. These are not sexually. I get that if it's overly sexualized. But the thing is, we have we have videos of like cartoon characters. We have a, a parody online on mm-hmm. YouTube. You can go now, find Google the Zootopia parody. There's a sexual parody of Zootopia on YouTube and before the video comes on it says some of these images might be disturbing to some members it's not on the restrict so my 14 year old or my my 14 year old sister or my five-year-old nephew Mm -hmm. can go watch cartoons fuck each other and have all kind of questions about that but they can't be exposed to something that they see in their everyday life Hmm. love is love and i and so it is quite disturbing and i hope youtube does what they they say they're doing they they claim that they're fixing the issue yeah and it was just like a little error but i beg to differ show me the receipt we'll see because somebody's uh, losing their job um the next little uh subject that i want to talk about which is i'm i'm still kind of torn because i don't have an answer for it but i did have a little experience with it and i do want to share that it's the bathroom situation in north carolina there was a house bill that was passed basically members of the lgbt community basically have to use the restrooms that are in changing facilities that are that correspond to the sex on their birth certificate and the reason why this is like you know basically anti uh it's like an anti-gay bill is because only people who can afford to undergo like a sex reassignment surgery can actually get their birth certificate right. changed one how are you ba- are going to be able to basically enforce this too like i've, I've been kind of confused on that like how can you monitor it what, do you, what are your thoughts on this and what do you think we should do about it like i'm, I'm kind of confused because like right. i'm like well, how were things before this was a, exactly. an issue that's where i want to start where ask yourself where they where, where things were before none of us know because when you go into the bathroom at a laker game at a clippers game you go in there to piss and get out you're not there yeah. like checking for somebody's genitalia you know <laughs> what i'm saying that's just not what anybody does and it's a very touchy such touchy topic i find myself torn because there's no way to fix it because you have on one hand a group of people who i feel i mean i'm not here to tell you that your feelings are not valid right you can feel how you want Maybe you have reason to, but to assume or to believe that someone is going to go through physical and psychological changes, like a sex change, to go into a bathroom to rape or kill your children is ridiculous. Because guess what? People are raping and killing children today without having sex changes. Right. Men are raping and taking advantage of young women and older women of all ages, sizes and sexes and gender, what not genders, but races today you don't need to put on a dress and pretend to be a woman to to take advantage of somebody right and that was my biggest concern and it wasn't like you know gay people like attacking children it was like fucking men attacking like yeah i mean you would think but today even let's just say two years ago let's just go back somebody 
could have had this idea and been raping chicks in the bathroom. Yeah, Doesn't they can still do that today. Like, still, right, yeah, exactly. And I think the the idea that you you feel this fear of murder or being killed is, in my opinion, ridiculous. I think. But what about the people who are going through transitions? And what most people don't realize is, from from male to female trans trans transition. Usually, um, you get your breasts done, you get everything mm-hmm. that's cosmetic done first. The, the the ultimate sex change is like the last thing you do. Because once you do that, you can't go back. Right. And that's for both male to female and female to, to male transformations. Um, or transitions, rather. And what do you tell a young trans girl to do when she's told to go into a bathroom with a lot of men who may be transphobic, who may be homophobic? How do you? How do we keep them safe? Right. How do we keep these human lives safe? What about a female to male transi- transition? A woman, who, a person who was born female, is now taking testosterone and has a mustache and a beard, has a cap on, has her breasts removed or taped, and she looks like a man. Mm-hmm. What you tell her how do you prevent them from air quotations people scaring other patrons in the restaurant how do you keep them from being gay bashed how do you keep them from being assaulted because there was a study done in 2008 and 2009 they interviewed 93 people 93 trans people and 70 percent of them reported harassment in restaurants there's a lot of even in our today norm you know gay guys who will go into a restroom or already be in there and people walk in and, and see oh he's gay and walk right out Mm-hmm. First of all, it's embarrassing. It's dehumanizing. Right. And nobody cares that you're pissing. Like, piss and get gone. You know what I'm saying? You're you're worried about the wrong things in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, how many unsolved rapes in places like Los Angeles and New York today? Those are not being committed by trans people. Right. Men running around in dresses or women running around in baseball caps. These are happening. Um, These rapes are, uh, I'm assuming being, and I'm not going to assume because most of the women say a man raped me he had a penis and he inserted it inside of me by men who wore masks and got away with it. right so i think but while while i get that and i and that's where i that's how i feel i do understand that it's a scary world i can talk to you about this and i mean whomever listens to this um because i do feel like you you know if you are blessed enough to have a platform like your podcast where people actually pay attention, you should be honest. And I think in this situation, I get parents. I totally do. I get that. You may be like, fuck, I'm, I, this is this is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, how do we, if for all those people out there, you know, all th- those all lives matter people, um, if all <laughs> hey, lives matter, how do we prep? protect the trans lives how do right. we ensure their safety um how do we ensure them not being assaulted because there are reports look it up people where people have gone into bathrooms and seen a trans person and physically assaulted them so you know if you can come up with a better idea or way to make sure that everybody's safe i'm for it and i think everybody would be for it um i just think the government and everybody else needs to stop trying to turn exactly they, they shouldn't even life. be involved in this exactly. at all but i do want to clarify yeah. too when i said um that i'm afraid of like men raping and things like that right. the only reason why i said that is because i went to whole foods um in new york city um and they i get exactly what they were doing and right. i appreciate it. they were trying to take a stand on what's going on with the bathroom issue so basically they have like a public restroom which is it had about like seven stalls and it was for everyone to use so men women right. kids right. like anyone can okay. use it which i thought was cool in the beginning i'm like okay i see what y'all doing <laughs> right, right. i go and i use the stall it was great coverage like it wasn't like those stalls where you could see through the exactly. cracks it was like 
sealed like from which top great, to bottom right? which was dope I, I appreciate it but the thing where I was just like maybe this is not such a great idea is when I went out to go wash my hands and it was some perv up in there mm. like you know I'm getting cat called washing my damn hands in the bathroom like he called me sexy chocolate and shit like that okay. and I'm just like see this is this I mean I get what you guys are doing but like yeah. imagine if I sent my little like little cousin or somebody up in there and with this guy mm. that's the only reason why I said I'm afraid of men taking advantage of this and doing stuff like that that's straight horrifying. men straight if men if my sister yeah. walked in there I would have been she would have came out and told us that and the whole family would have been in the yeah. bathroom like what's good you know what I'm saying but I think I think those establishments do need to think about that I mean so people like yourself who are like I'm okay with that idea initially mm-hmm. um, and you're like I support it you know but then it fucks it up because I'm not going and then you do have someone that ruins it you do have that pedophile or that pervert or that person who's gonna prey on you know an individual I do like targets I, I, I've been in some stores where they have the individual restrooms yeah they say anybody can use it this yeah is, that's cool if you don't feel comfortable going into you know uh, the specified restroom this one is for you and i think that's and a great idea dolo. this is you can lock the door behind you nobody gonna creep in on you i think that until things until until we can all figure it out together i think that would be the best or route. we could just go back to like how it was and and everybody just mind their own business <laughs> that, that makes sense. I, I guarantee you all of us have been in the bathroom with somebody who's been um trans and we didn't even realize it because we weren't paying attention enough to them we were in there you in a club you drinking you wash your hands you go back out and what i think is interesting too i want to say before we move on um the word the term tranny like have you ever used it I have used it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and you know, uh, it's popular, right? Yeah, I didn't really, yeah, I haven't so used it recently. Term, and I, I don't know. think many people realize that only because, like, when you think about it, though, we have so many female to male, you know, trans people um, or trans men who were born female, um, but you don't refer to them as trans. No. You only refer to men going in. And what, what I think is also interesting, too, just listeners, and, and maybe you don't know this, is the secret fascination that a lot of, air quotations again, people, heterosexual guys have with transsexual women which is why it's one of the most searched porn types out there and uh, why most trans women become sex workers. I read an article about how trans people are not protected in the workplace. So once you do make that transition, you um, most likely can't hold a job or get a job because people will, you know, you tell your HR, you tell your supervisor, and then they tell everybody in the office. Right. And so now you can't even just be one of the crew. You can't just go to work and earn a living. So you know for anybody we don't really need to talk about it but for anybody who wants to educate themselves more about why a lot of trans women end up in the well that was actually on my well well, it it was kind of like um going towards that on why uh basically what trump did was so fucked up because obama had implemented a bill basically that protects children um who decide to use like a bathroom that they are uh, i guess associated with or their gender identity gender right right yeah, so Trump, you know, he came in and fucked all that shit up, and he's trying to withdraw right. that bill and things like that. And then I had listed the reason take a why. Moment, you know, for the Obamas. I mean, I'd like to do that <laughs> <laughs> because we miss you guys. If y'all are listening to this, please come back to us. Let us know you're here. Um, no, the you know Obama did a, a, a ton, and then at the end of the day. You may not agree with everything that he did, and you may not understand everything he did, but what I can say is he unified us. Yeah. He made a lot of people who were hopeless believe in hope again, and that's a very hard thing to do. That's and true. And I feel like a lot of us are hopeless yet again. Especially, yeah, as soon, soon as November 9th came. Exactly. Like every day is a fight. Mm-hmm. Every day is a fight. And 
and it's you know and i just want unity unity is important so, mm-hmm. yeah. and i just wanted i brought that um uh, well that was my little note thing there right. because i wanted to kind of stress on why this is such a big deal so that's why i want to go in on how most transgender women is it transgender women is that right. the, okay yeah, transgender trans, women trans are trans women right. yeah trans women are um basically can't afford to live basically transgender women are four times likely to have a yearly household income below ten thousand dollars could you imagine no i can't like i'm just like <laughs> yeah. yo i'm just like and how wor- and, i mean and, and then that's when you resort to sex work and then then that's you know that contributes to hiv rates and, right and, and then also they get discriminated against when it comes to health care and all that shit everything. too what a life you know you never know somebody's struggle until you walk 10 miles on their feet and i think even with this conversation for anybody listening who may feel slighted or may feel like this is some bullshit i ain't trying to hear what they're saying please i mean just think about somebody who discriminates against you i need any black person or any hispanic person or any asian person or any american indian person or any arab person or anybody from the middle east wherever you are from if you feel slighted or even if you're caucasian and you feel slighted by somebody or if you're one of our allies i need you to think about that how do you feel when you are you know i'm talking to my white people out there how do you feel when you're in public with your black friend and you notice discrimination or you know or you you know what I mean? I, it's a, it's a it's a feeling. It's really awkward. It's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we as black people have learned to shake it off. If we don't vote, you know, if we don't if we don't say anything, we usually just shake it off and we move on and we keep it pushing because that's how resilient we've had to become. Right. Um, and it's unfortunate because we shouldn't have to, but we do. And just think about the, that trans person or that gay person or a lesbian person that you love, your cousin or your best friend in elementary. How would you feel if you woke up one day to find that they? you know have been killed or they are hashtag and i really hate that we even have to do this like yeah like one most people don't understand unless they have someone who is right. of that whatever the right. thing that they're fighting yeah. so if they have a black friend or a gay friend or whatever yeah. they can only relate if they have mm-hmm. someone and it, it's fucked up because we are all human beings bottom line bottom line and i think that if you are a person a fellow believer you how can you exist with hate in your heart there it's it's too heavy and at the end it's of the a day, mental disease it is and and you know i lost friends during this election yeah because i asked some of my friends who were voting for trump i would see it on facebook or wherever else and i, I would ask them like so and they're like you know we support our police i fuck with the police too i mean to a certain extent not all police are bad but we do have some rotten apples out there that's right. the truth the same way y'all get hype over possible okay so there's more concern and upset over a possible pretend trans person going into a bathroom and raping someone there's more outrage over that than a cop killing a black person on tape and that's the country we live in so while you're like i can't stand here and fuck the police i stand with them i get it but there's no reason why you are more outraged and upset over mm-hmm. something potentially possibly happening and this shit is happening you've seen it yo and so i many videos over that because i said you know what if i'm that hashtag what if that's me exactly then will you care at that, at that point will you say you know what this is an issue because he was a good kid and that's what I, yeah that's you what know? i had to come to terms too because i lost a lot of friends as well but it was okay. nothing because yeah. it, i realized like my black life don't matter to them See, and that's upsetting because as a human as a, a god-fearing person i will say i fuck with everybody that fuck with me yeah i would cry if my white friend died tomorrow like i would be devastated i would cry if my black friends died tomorrow <laughs> but y'all aren't being picked off 
Mm-hmm. Y'all are not being harassed. That's not what's happening. But you know I'm a feminist, so we can even talk about you know women in general and what y'all go through. But oh, we got we got we got that covered yeah. with the lemonade pick of the week. Right. Oh, we see ha Nah, but you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I lost friends. Who cares? No, you know we ain't lose no sleep. Well, I do want to go um, get into why um, it's important for that bill to be implemented, um, yeah. and why it's important for us to protect each other and um, our trans sisters. Because uh, basically, well, I did a lot of research because I didn't know much because right. I didn't really wasn't aware of the situation until you started posting things on Facebook, yeah. which is sad because why don't I know like people are dying? I know about everything else that's happening, yeah. even on like uh, my little go to sites for like yeah. black issues and black news, because those aren't reported. So I got to go to a special place to right. get news on black people. But those I still still aren't there either. Right. So that's why I was just like, how much do uh, don't I know? Well, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's devastating. It's it's very devastating. Um, the first thing I learned uh, when I did my little search on Google was that 2016, last year, was the deadliest year on record for transgender people. It was a total of 27 deaths. Wow. Majority of those women were women of color. I mean, that goes to show, um, prove our point a little bit more when it says that, or when Malcolm says that uh, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman which i thought was interesting too that's how you can tell that it's not like a choice like why would they like why would someone decide to be like you know the lowest of the barrel like not the lowest because we're not but like it's the perception of like you know basically you can even apply that to people who think being gay is a choice right growing up who would choose to be called dyke or sister right made fun of by schoolmates and family and like you know when you get mad at somebody the first thing you say is like you fat bitch or right you know or in the first thing you say to a gay person is you faggot you know what I well, mean? So not you. Yeah, no, never, I'm just saying you know, I, I can't. I can't agree. Who who would choose that life? Who would choose the you know being gay bashed or and and even here it says you know Black Lives Matter actually tweeted on March 15, 2017, over 80 percent of murdered trans people in the U.S. are women of color. That is something that is happening today. That is something today. Today. So, you know, seven transgender women were killed in the first six weeks of 2017. And and that's putting the rate well, of course, to beat the previous figures. Like you said, last year was way worse. But we're only, what, three, three or four months into 2017. Right. Um, and there were already seven. Yeah. And I believe one was Indian um, or Hispanic, but the other were, other ones were black. And they're getting no media coverage. And it's interesting that you say that I post stuff on Facebook because people see it, but even my family, no one will like it. Like, no one wants to, like, deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I find that when I post about trans lives or even black females, like, you know, women who are actually born women, like, nobody fucks with those posts. They ain't trying to hear it. That's why I created the podcast, because I fucks with it, and um, we don't have our voice, and y'all going to hear us. (laughs) But um, I thought it was interesting, too, because I'm I'm reading on my little notes here, because we were talking about, like, um, sexual violence and stuff like that. Trans women are basically 1.8 times more likely to experience sexual violence compared to, you know, a heterosexual woman, which I thought was interesting, because Mm -hmm. they experience sexual violence. They're not the one that's actually Actually, doing it. Yeah, But people, they would paint the media or whomever's, putting this bullshit out there republicans whomever trump all the people that support that shit um that no they're gonna rape the alternative facts there we go hashtag it um (laughs) but what i think is interesting too is you gotta ask yourself like who is committing these acts of violence against these people Hmm. your politicians Hmm. these people that are exposed Hmm. at some point like i i I hate Hmm. (laughs) that's the reason why these these acts are done this is the reason why people are getting murdered it's because People aren't coming to terms with who they are. Be yeah. your fucking self so people can live. Yeah, you don't have to prove shit like to people. There was a murder like that in um, 
Palmdale, California, there was a trans black a black trans woman. Of course, she was black. Um, some teen black kid from you know L.A. I'm assuming drove up there and killed her, beat her to death. And one would have to. It was a, a crime of passion. You think to yourself, why would a heterosexual young man who lives in Los Angeles Drive. end up in this this transsexual's apartment and then beat her to death? Like no one questions it. No, because you were sexually intimate with this individual, and then something went terribly wrong, and you feared for you know being exposed, or I don't want people to find out. And then you you I don't know if you meant to kill her, but you did. And, and it's unfortunate that someone's identity could possibly lead to their death. It reminds me a lot of black people being lynched because of the color of their skin. It's, yeah. And of course, no, by no means am I comparing the two, but I am in the fact that human lives are being lost. You know, hun- I don't, I don't want to say hundreds of thousands, but tons of black, and I hate to, to say tons, but so many black people have been beaten, raped, black women were raped, lynched, whipped, killed, murdered, mangled. You know, and it's still happening today. Rodney King happened. Um, you know, it, it's still happening today. We've all seen the videos, and we've d- we've done the marches, and we and we still, you know, Sandra Bland. Like it's just so it's so. No, I'm not saying that trans murders um, is equivalent, but what I am saying though is why not? And what's interesting too, not even just heterosexuals, but why don't white LGBT give a fuck about black trans lives? Okay, so this one really broke my heart. 41% of transgender and gender non-conforming people um, are c- attempting suicide. Yeah. And that's the, going, that's the same with black people as yeah. well, like black children. It's because of all this shit that we're experiencing. Like, you know, this we th- I'm, I'm not making my experiences up. This right. trans woman is not making her no. experiences up. This gay person, like, we're not making this shit up. This and it's, I mean, people are killing themselves yeah. because, of, because of your feelings. Like, right. And this is where I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think we have to, again, like I said earlier, in a private conversation, Lauren Hill obviously is God to everybody. We all know that. And uh, she once said, um, you can't win if you ain't right with them. And I think we, at least speaking to my community, my black people, when you have a, a young black queer child, be it a male or female, embrace them, love them, support them. You don't want to be one of the many black parents that come home to find that their child has shot themselves or hung themselves or slit their wrists. There are tons of articles. Somebody I fuck with heavy. Ellen does bring light to a lot of these LGBT suicides. When you read the Ellen, report, the Ellen DeGeneres, yeah, on her show, because you know she it, it, it hits a soft spot. When you when you read about a fourteen year old child killing themselves because they're being bullied, not only at school but in their home, and right. they say this is just too hard for me. I just cannot do this anymore. You don't make that shit up. That's not giving up. This is a child without support, mm-hmm. and we are the only people who can change the way our black children in this community feel right we have to homophobia is still a very real thing transphobia is a being transphobic is a thing that's a a thing in our country in our world and and while you may not understand or agree with something you have to learn tolerance the same way you want somebody to tolerate your existence exactly these are children and maybe it's a phase maybe they'll grow out of it and maybe they won't but you have to support them you have to love them because the world is not a kind place and you know that as an adult and i don't respect anybody who feels otherwise especially on this there's no reason for a child to feel like they're being left behind because of your insecurities and your embarrassment or your lack of education and culture 
buy a fucking plane ticket <laughs> get a life <laughs> yeah my grandma used to always say that get a life she used to like stretch that. it like that too get a, get a life she clearly, she clearly wanted whoever she, I'm, I need you to hear this yo life get it yeah you know it's unfortunate because it children is. are killing themselves because of this my sister actually walked outside and saw an ambulance and all this stuff and a young girl was hanging from a tree across the street from our house in Katy, texas this is a real thing my sister called me hysterical wow i've never seen this this girl was in seventh grade hanging from a tree did not make it her parents and everybody whoever was was in the house what they were in the house and i guess somebody saw it they called that you know police the ambulance they were trying to cut her down couldn't get her down she didn't make it there is no excuse and even as an adult you find so many people ending their lives because they don't have support. They're exactly. shunned by their families. They they know, feel alone. They feel alone. And I mean, I've even heard people say, you know, it's one thing if somebody's gay, but if they talk about changing their sex or their gender, then no. How does I mean, at the end of the day, there and and, and then and, and and if you feel like it's against your, you know, what you believe, let God deal with that. Right. Your heart should still be pure. Pure. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, it's an it's an interesting thing, and I and I I feel like there are barriers, but we have to unify. We have to love each other. That's the only way we can heal. That's the only and way. Cure that that pain. The the only way I. Only. But it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to uh, kind of shed light on um, the seven lives that were lost um, this year, 2017, mm-hmm. um, because I'm pretty sure the, anyone that's listening probably didn't hear of them. So um, the first one is uh, Sierra McElveen from New Orleans, mm-hmm. uh, China Doll Dupree from New Orleans, yep. Misha Caldwell from Mississippi, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Wounded Arrow, love the name, from South Dakota, uh, JoJo Stryker from Ohio, and I may say this name, uh, I may get it messed up. Please correct me if you know how to say it, but Jaquarius Holland, yeah. 18, from Louisiana, and then Kiki Collier from Chicago. Yeah. Um, um, and I wrote and, underneath and the crazy that, thing about, I think, Jaquarius, I think she was visiting from Los Angeles at the time. Mm. She's from Louisiana. She was going back to visit and never made it back to LA. And I think for that one, uh, she would just gotten like an altercation or something and ended yeah. up dying. yeah. This, it's sad and it, it it sucks and I feel like the reason why you kind of compared it to the lynching yeah. is because basically no one gets prosecuted like literally no. nothing happens Nobody cares. like shits get swept yeah. under the rug even like the trans women that that are dead like they still get disrespected they yeah. still fuck up call them like their birth name call them a him or yeah. call them whatever which is, like which is really disrespectful and um, and people will do it out of spite one movie that fucked me up and I don't know if you've seen it and I and if the listeners have haven't I suggest you watch it immediately. Boys Don't Cry. No. Hillary Swank won a, uh, an Academy Award for her role, but she played a character, and I hate that I forget the name. She plays a transgender... Well, she plays a lesbian. Let me let me correct myself. Plays a lesbian. She is... She goes by a male name, so I believe that she was a trans character, you know, a trans individual. And uh, she goes to this small town. She starts to date a girl mm-hmm. who, who later said that, oh, I didn't know that it was a woman, but there's no way that, you know... Anyway, watch the movie. It's great. It's a tearjerker. The the individual was ultimately raped by two of the townsmen Mm -hmm. and then forced to lie about it. And then they killed her and one of her good friends. They shot her dead. Yeah, so that happened. And that's a real story. And it's, it's really sad in that no one, you know, the guys are in prison, but then she was also white. Yeah. You know, I think what what I think is interesting about these murders is no one cares. And even if there was an altercation, you wouldn't pull out a gun and shoot a woman. 
Right. One that you feel was born at least a woman. Mm-hmm. You realize, oh, this was some some tranny. Fuck you. And then you Yeah, you would give them a different else? name so just, right, they're not human. They're not you dehu- they're, not, they're not a human to you and and that's what sucks. So, it's, it's things have to change. These are people's children. These are people's human friends. beings. They're human beings. And if you call yourself anything, if you are a God-fearing person and you feel otherwise, you should probably pray. That was me being shady. <laughs> you need <laughs> the tea was <laughs> right. served. But uh, since we're talking about yeah. movies, um, mm-hmm. shout out to Moonlight for winning Moonlight? the Oscar. Yeah. Um, what was it? The film of the year or whatever? They, the yeah, they won Best Oscar. Picture. Best Picture is what yeah, it is. And screenplay. Oh, okay. Yeah. They did try to play them, though, at the they Oscars. Did. They did try they to give did. it to Did you see La La Land? I did not. I didn't either. But I'm really happy Moonlight won. Here's why. <laughs> not because I love Emma. I no, like I do Emma too. Stone. I just didn't even know about the film, honestly. But I think that you know, I mean, I, I I'm gonna watch it at some point. It, I just wasn't in a musical mood. That's oh, it's all. a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. That's why I kind of skipped out on it. But Moonlight definitely deserved it. Definitely did. I'm happy they 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 were able to rectify that on stage. However, after the win, instead of publications like Variety and everybody else. They praised the movie. Instead of just giving Moonlight all of the attention, they were stuck on talking about how gracious the producers of La La Land were to hand over the award <laughs> to Moonlight. Wow. Motherfucker, because they won. <laughs> my shit. Yo, yeah. The fuck are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like they had a choice. Exactly. And so let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the people who actually won. Yeah, the film. Let's talk about their film, you know? And anybody who listens to this who ain't seen the movie, you have to see it. It's yeah. an amazing film. Yes, yes. It's, it's definitely. It's very powerful. It's necessary. Yes, definitely necessary. Yeah. Um, well, I'm ready for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. Do you want to cover it. anything before we get there? I do. Before right. we get there, you know, we're going to talk about the Lemonade Pick of the Week, which is dope. <laughs> um, but I'm going to just drop some names for you guys and just some fun facts in regard to, you know, some, some black activists the LGBT, from the LGBT community um, that, I, that, are, that I hold dear to my heart that I think really changed the game and, are, and, and some of them are still changing the game. So these are like honor, honorary lemonade picks yeah, of the we week. Go. Look at that. I'm, look, ninth, I told y'all episode 19. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> um, we have Bayard Rustin. Um, he was actually a gay black man. He was Martin Luther King Jr.'s advisor and personal secretary. And so he played a huge part in planning the 1963's March on Washington. Mm. And so a gay man played a part in giving that, that famous speech that we all know and love in Addis. Would never thought, right? They never knew that. Yeah, you have Audre Lorde. She's an author and a poet. She was also um, an LGBT communities, you know, advocate. She did. Uh, she talks a lot about class and society, and how, and gender and race, and how we all have many identities, and that they should be d- discussed as such. You can't break a person down to just one or two things. And right. When you discuss people who are part of the LGBT community, or they're maybe more than when that. white people talk about black people, they're just that. They're not a woman or a mother or an author or a doctor. Mm-hmm. She's a black woman, but she's so many other things. Um, and so. Um, she challenged that a lot. We have James Baldwin. He was an author. Um, he also talked a lot about being marginalized in America. Tons of books. Um, he actually was one of the inspirations for the movie Moonlight. So Google him. Great stuff online. We have Marsha P. Johnson. She, um, if you don't know who she is. I know who she is. Get into it. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? She was a drag queen, um, a, a liberation av- um, activist, and she also was a sex worker. And there are so many documentaries on her, and she played a huge part in 
um, Stonewall. And while the movie Stonewall does not depict her involvement as such, she definitely was one of the heavy hitters in, in those those violent riots that the LGBT community led in New York after the, the police broke all up mm-hmm. into Stonewall Bar. Um, we also have Ruth Ellis. She was an advocate and an ally and an openly lesbian woman. She lived until she was 100 years old. Um, we have Keith Boykin, who is still grinding. He was actually in the White House during the Clinton administration. He was one of the first people to just kind of talk a U.S. president into meeting LGBT rights activists. He mm. was, he played a huge part in that, and now um, I, I really feel like he opened that door for even for Obama to sit down with those people who are calling the shots in that community. And we also have Lorraine Hansberry. So if you've seen Raising in the Sun, pay her respect. She was an open, openly lesbian woman, and she was the first lesbian black woman to have a play on Broadway. And that's major because I'm sure you've read the book or you've seen the play. Anyway, those are seven people that I think that you should know about. And if you want to know more about them, I encourage you to Google yes. and uh, read up on them. It's important to know your history. It's important to know that these people also played a huge part in, in history e- in history and everything that you got going on right now yeah you know it's important so yeah all right back to you know the the regular schedule <laughs> well shout out to them i appreciate you sharing Definitely. that uh with me because i just learned uh, 70 facts <laughs> um so yeah now it's time for the lemonade pick of the week and uh this week it's uh it's going out to auntie maxine waters um so i'm not sure if you familiar what's been happening with her but uh old face mr bill o'reilly um Mm. basically insulted my auntie and um she came back and she responded i believe she was speaking on black women on behalf of black women everywhere because i I definitely felt this shit on a spiritual level um i'm gonna go ahead and quote her I am a strong black woman and I cannot be intimidated. I cannot be undermined. I cannot be thought to be afraid of Bill O'Reilly or anybody for that fucking matter. And I'd like to say to women out there, I would like to say to all women out there everywhere, don't allow these right wing talking heads, these dishonorable people to intimidate you or scare you. Be who you are. Do what you do. And let us get on with discussing these real issues of the country boo boo so she basically checked his ass and was like now let's get back to the scheduled programming turn my mic the old face yo (laughs) yo you look bill right lucky she didn't roast her ass roast his ass right then and there character but he's definitely one who who says shit for the the likes if you will yeah He's an Instagram model, if you will. <laughs> you know? Yo, he got the tummy teeth for the low. Oh, man. Enter my code, though. <laughs> but, yes, thank you, Auntie Maxine Waters, for standing She's up for phenomenal. yourself and for everyone, every, and for black women everywhere. Woman. Yes. Yeah, and if you're from L.A., you probably already know who Maxine Waters is because yeah. I, I was very well aware of her just because, you know, from, you know, the CPT. But at the end of the day, you know, the last few weeks, though, I'm glad that the media has shed so much light on her. And it's yes. all been positive. Like, yes. Report the truth. Don't yes. Don't no bullshit. Black women are educated. Black yes. women are powerful. Yes. Black women are the queens of this earth, period, point blank. Yeah. And if you got a problem with melanin, it's probably because you ain't got none. <laughs> it it sounds like a saying? personal problem, too. It does. But, you know, speaking of black women... Let's go ahead and get into To Love a Black Woman. Oh. So this is the last segment, and basically you, Dante, since okay. you are the guest, you can say something that you love about a black woman, a specific black woman, okay. so like, you know, sister, auntie, cousin, Definitely. Um, or, or mom, okay. or you can say something that you love about black women in general. All right, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to do I, both. I, yeah. I, I, I love it. 
Well, let me just say this. First and foremost, I grew up the oldest of six children. Did not have the best shoes. I never had all the Jordans. I never had a lot of things. But what I did have is a hardworking mother. Mm-hmm. And growing up, me and my mom, but you know, we butted heads because I didn't really understand what it meant, one, to be a black woman, and two, to be a single parent grinding hard, right? right. And I owe my mom my life. I owe her everything that I am. And she doesn't know it. But I've watched the way she moves. I've I've learned so much from her and how to, to exist in this world and how to stand up for myself. And even when my mom didn't understand me, her just showing me that she's trying mm-hmm. meant more than anything. And so I love my mom. I respect her. I'll take a bullet for her. I will fight your auntie for her. Like, I will <laughs> be out there. You know what I mean? And that's it. But aside from that there's so many beautiful and powerful black women in my life you angie my sister alondra my sister aja my my mom's name is nicole by the way um hey nikki my my grandmother leslie um so many and all my black sisters all my black friends you guys have a fight every day that i know nothing about nobody else knows anything about and and all I can say, because we can go on for hours and hours and hours, mm-hmm. but what I will say in the famous words of Tupac, keep your head up. Yes. Because that's all you can do. You are a queen. You know this. I got your back. And there's so many other black men and black women and some allies who also have your back. And so when in need, I got you. I yeah. love black women and I love everything about you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Can shout out again for that Tupac. And our trans sisters too. Yes, you know? they are all included. Absolutely. Because when we say Black Lives Matter, we mean all lives matter here. Because you know we all we really we matter. yes exactly all Black Lives Matter. <laughs> we really mean that right. shit. We not you know. And let me just say this to anybody, any of my friends who you know who are not black no i'm not dissing nobody but what i'm saying is and and if you are my friend then you already know this yeah all exactly lives matter was a direct response to all black lives black lives matter when th- we needed no response exactly that was the end of the discussion when we said black lives matter period that was it so for anybody to feel slighted in any way that just showed that showed us who you are and what you represent if you're angry with anything that's being said, then you just need to go to <laughs> right. fucking Google and, and, and just inform yourself. And that's it. Because we're not making shit up. No. Like, these are straight facts. We need to unify and love each other. Exactly. That's all we line. need to do. And, in order, and before we do that, we all need to be informed of each other. Exactly. So if you don't know, go find out and then come back with the love. And you know? also, before we go, though, can I just, okay, I just, look, I've asked your listeners to do hella much. I've told <laughs> Google shit, told y'all to watch Boys Don't Cry. But I'm also going to need y'all to watch Spike Lee's Crooklyn. One of my oh, favorite movies. I love that movie. My absolute favorite. My sister Aja is Troy the boy, by the way. Like, she used to always had the beads in her hair like we used to. And I love Brooklyn. I love Spike Brooklyn made me fall in love with Brooklyn, even Boom. though I've never been there. Boom. Well, I mean, I lived there you now, lived but there, before. Right. I mean, I watched that movie. I own that movie. I watched that movie. By the way, I went to Target, copped Moonlight. It's like, oh, okay. You got a cop. I, you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> copping. You know, and also support the arts, y'all. Wait, I'm that, y'all. Was, that Crooklyn was hella random. Like, is there... Well, because I, for me, um, Crooklyn represents blackness and a, 
uh, um, I think anybody who needs to understand what being black is like, you can watch. Oh, they do. Okay. And you'll have a little teeny, 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 teeny piece of all of the awesomeness that we are. I feel like they but, might just be confused, though. <laughs> Well, we're here because I mean we don't really they don't really explain anything. I mean we get it because we, we live get it. it right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Spike made a beautiful film. Yeah, about a beautiful black family, and it, I it love shows that movie. our struggle a little bit. And I love that the even back then his main character was a female. Troy was uh, you know the leader of the pack, and mm-hmm. that, and, and I love it's just it, it, it's random. But I just feel like in in hell black people if you ain't seen it, go see it and, and get it on Amazon and all that and support the arts. We need you guys listen yes. to the podcast you know support your black artists if you support fuck with it share it so give tell it. someone exactly. like do all that we are our community and that's the only way we're going to grow that's the only way you'll see more movies like moonlight in theaters that's the only way you'll you'll hear more black artists on radio is if you support because representation not, matters rep there we go representation matters for all of us and so that's I gave y'all homework, but it's okay though. You know it's what I'm saying? For uh, to better ourselves, yeah. yeah be more you informed. You can give me homework too. Yeah, know? like put it in the comments. We'll Boom. do it. Um, sure. where can they like find you and stuff on Instagram and all um, social media and all that? At d o n n x x d o n n. That's the only social media that I have. And that's Instagram. That's Instagram. Yeah. Well, y'all know y'all can find me on all social media pla- oh, platforms yeah. at underscore Smangie with two E's. So that's S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. Again, New York City. Um, there might there there aren't any stickers out here in Phoenix. I thought about it, but I feel like I'm going to be wasting my stickers because you like. Or should have given me some. Send me some. I'll take them to LA. I have some. Um, I have some at, at, okay. at the crib. But um, yeah, so New York uh, City. If you guys see those avocado and honey stickers out and about, go ahead and snap it. Let me know that you see it. Yeah. And just consider it a reminder to listen to it. <laughs> and, then, and then listen to it and then tell a friend you know tell a friend and i'll be telling my friends and also this is episode 19 but i'm definitely doing episode 29 because you know 29 yeah because it's my 29th year my golden birthday i'm gonna hold you to it i'm gonna hold you to that do it for sure that's in a couple months it's two episodes a month so look it's, it's, it's that, so episode I, 29 if he not on here i'm coming for you please come from yo the- i'm serving tea episode 29 <laughs> but thank you for having me on here talking about issues that are really important yes. to, to not just me but you and everybody in the world and i appreciate it and i respect you and i love what you're doing so keep it thank up. you for informing us all on these situations sure. and continue to do that please i will for sure yes and uh again thank you guys for listening i'll holla at y'all in two weeks all right